0: Got Todd, May eighth, twenty nineteen. Todd's in a noise making mode, so we might get with some of the annoying ass shit I was just listening to. Hopefully we will. Hopefully you can all hear what it's like. Um So
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, of course you don't. Two days away. That's part of it. Two days away from the big birthday for Todd. Yep,
1: yeah, I'll be twenty eight.
0: 28 again, for the 15th time or 16th time, I think is how that math works. Um, Looking forward to the pizza, obviously. I trust. Yes.
1: Obvs, yeah.
0: Is that that still the plan? Obvs. Oh, that. Oh, obviously. Okay. That's good. Um, And what else? Looking very
1: formal tonight. It looks like you have a button-down shirt on. I do have a button-down
0: shirt on. We had a client in the office today. I'm
1: I'm not used to that. Normally you're wearing pajamas or shirtless or something.
0: Or biking or running stuff. Well, so a couple things happen. So it's raining. Okay. Quite so heavily. you wear
1: shirts when it rains? So
0: I actually... Yeah, I wear shirts when it I'm rains. I'm
1: only shirted when it rains.
0: Is that a garbage cover that you just <laughs> yeah. did? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Welcome, 1995. Um.
1: That's the only part of the song I know, so... Yeah, I figured... Not that those are the lyrics, obviously. They O-B-S. are not.
0: It's similar. But those are not them. So anyway, so it was pouring rain, so I drove in today, which is pretty rare. Obviously, that wouldn't... Yes, that is the sound a car makes. It's like <laughs> I'm doing a podcast with a one-and-a-half-year-old.
1: What? Wait.
0: What's the sound the fly-fly makes?
1: <laughs> what is that? Fly-fly?
0: Airplane, yeah. How about is the moo it... cow? Is what that,
1: is that what an airplane cow? sounds like?
0: I don't... Th- yeah, sure, when it fly, it's flying overhead. <laughs> that tickled my lips. Anyway. It's a so fucked
1: up airplane.
0: Um, <laughs> it's a biplane. It's a crop duster. Speaking of crop dusting, anyway, uh, what was I talking about?
1: God, oh, I so know. I
0: drove in, and we had a client, so I had to be we had to be a little more dressy than normal, and then I drove home, sure. and because mm-hmm. it was still raining, I did not work out this afternoon. So I'm just still in my work clothes. Which, as you said, is unbelievably rare for this time of night on a podcast night. And then tonight, question:
1: We'd had this discussion at work the other day, and we may have talked about this before on the show. So if we have, probably,
0: is it food related?
1: No, it's not food related. (laughs) When you get home from work, do you always change your clothes? No, or do you just maintain what you've worn? I mean, you're until... clearly
0: asking a rhetorical question for me in this particular instance. I am an exception because I ride my bike to work 96% of the time, so I get home, and I still do not immediately change. I normally will change from biking gear into running gear, go for a run, then shower, and then put on... The fair, job. fair, but... fair.
1: However, if, you were, if it were a typical work day, which I know you ride your bike, so we're going to eliminate that part from the discussion. Okay. sure. If you were Let's to drive... Five days yep. a week or three days a week on yes. those days in which you drove your t- car to work. Correct. When you were to return home,
0: doo, yep. doo, 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 doo,
1: listen to the bro pod on the podcast on the way home. I would um, not do
0: that, but I could see others doing that. Yes.
1: I mean, let's encourage people to do that. So yeah, you're like, oh, that, that. I just that, was a fun, I, that was a fun episode. I'm home. Always. Maybe it's time for dinner. Maybe I'm cooking dinner. Maybe somebody else is cooking dinner. Sure. I get home. I set down my bag, assuming you have a bag. I I, a
0: backpack, yes. After
1: I enter the house, um, my house, we take our shoes off when we come inside. And then, do you change your clothes? Or are you wearing what you wore to work? Do you have a home attire?
0: I have a post-shower home attire. But g- giving the example you gave, and again, using today as the rare exception to the norm where I would drive I am with the exception of my shoes I am wearing exactly what I was wearing at work today so I do not change I don't change into I don't I wouldn't immediately change into pajama pants I wouldn't change into a t-shirt necessarily if I were wearing what I'm wearing which is a button down Um, I don't do that Jamie on the other hand does that almost (laughs) immediately she'll go up and put on different pants but I think it's different for women because women are as a general rule, wearing things that are less comfortable. You know, like you wear probably kind of what you're wearing that I can see and then jeans to work. You probably Every feel comfortable in jeans. Day. Exactly. I can't imagine you get home and change, but I'm
1: sure I you're going to tell you what your coworkers worker something. No, no. They, well, they're like, yeah, I, ch- I change as soon as I get home. And I'm like, you wear a fucking t shirt and jeans to work. What are you changing into?
0: Right.
1: They're like, I got to put shorts on or I got to put on pajama pants. I'm like,
0: that's crazy wow. to
1: me. How uncomfortable are your clothes? Yeah,
0: exactly. That's just that's evidence that what you're like, wearing is so uncomfortable during the day. Yeah, Why I'm like
1: change your fucking wardrobe. Like you shouldn't be miserable at work all day. If you're wearing <laughs> and, and, a suit, I get it.
0: Right. I was just about to say, if you're wearing heels and a skirt, you know, you were, you know, you're a woman that works in a a high high class white collar type thing, and everything you're wearing is high relatively class. uncomfortable. I get it. Or if you're a yeah. stripper, you get home and put on something comfortable. I understand. Take off the thong. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or put take on off, some underpants. When wash you get off home. the
0: glitter and put on something comfortable. Um, but Take
1: take the money out of your underpants. <laughs>
0: right. Take the wad <laughs> out of your underpants. Take the money out, too. And put on something comfortable. And I just, I don't understand. I, 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 I'm thinking the same way you are. Why would you wear something that uncomfortable to work that you... Unless you have to, that you would get home and immediately want to change out of it.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're someone who has to wear, like, a jumpsuit or a business suit, something that is uncomfortable, I get it. Although, if I were to wear a suit, I think I would just take off the jacket, the tie, and the shoes, probably. Unless my... Clothes were that uncomfortable. Uh, maybe I wouldn't wear that around the house. I don't. Well, know. you wouldn't want to it's wear Never gonna pants. happen. So I'm not too worried. No, you're about never
0: it. gonna work in a suit and tie. And also,
1: iron. if I were to wear a suit, I'd probably wear it like four to Here five times before I'd have it dry cleaned. You know what I mean? Maybe not right. day day after day, but I'd. You don't. Right. You don't fucking dry clean a suit every single time after you wear it, unless you wears like no, somebody's of s- squeeze bottled mustard all over you or something.
0: Or that, yeah. Or if you're a what baller, was you, yeah.
1: Unless you're what a baller? Is that what you said?
0: A baller, yeah. But no, what I was big starting to say brand. is, but if not big, <laughs> they're not ballers. What it, no, what I was going to say is, even if let's say you did wear a suit and you got home and you took the the jacket off and the tie, you should still take the pants off because you're yeah, going to get wrinkled.
1: Yeah, those pants are different. You can't you can't just lounge on the couch and even suit though pant- even
0: though I'm going to admit, suit pants, at least my suit, the couple of suits I have, are very comfortable. <laughs> Like Slider nice, on your ass
1: very Yeah, nice it's a nice thing. silk lining. Like, I, I love to
0: lounge around, but because I don't think I've ever dry cleaned anything in my life, including all the suits that I own, and I know that I'm not going to do all that. The,
1: all the suits? How many suits do you own?
0: I think I own four suits.
1: Jesus, really?
0: Definitely three that I can think of. Well, I had, let's see, I think I own four. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I own four suits. Huh. Pinstriped gray, black, tan. There's another one. No, I don't own a light one. They're all dark. Mint? Yeah. Blue.
1: (laughs) Sky blue. (laughs) Please tell me you have Uh, a royal blue suit.
0: That'd be amazing. I'd love to own a royal blue suit. I don't know where I'd ever wear it, but I think you should get a a very
1: wide lapel purple suit.
0: I could pull that off. I could pull off a lot of things. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I, people would not be as surprised. You could
1: wear it. I don't know if you could pull it off.
0: <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, again, a fucking
1: it, screech from. Uh,
0: say by the Bell. It depends saved by the on the bell event.
1: showing up. The I mean, think about it. What suit?
0: <laughs> well, th- let's 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 talk this through. This is a podcast <laughs> where we talk about kay. things. Obviously, what at, at our age as adults as professional adults. Mm-hmm. When would it make sense aside from Halloween for me to even wear a large wide lapeled purple suit? Can you think of any event where that makes sense?
1: Pimp funeral? I don't no, there's a no pimp? okay. Okay. No occasion for All that. Right. <laughs> Again. Uh, let's be realistic how, here. We, I, you I don't, mentioned don't see myself Halloween attending. is that true or a costume party?
0: That's the only thing. Halloween, yeah, Halloween or a costume party would be the only one. I don't see myself yeah, attending not. any pimp funerals.
1: I mean, I have maybe one suit. I don't know if I have a suit. I have a jacket.
0: Are you serious?
1: I think I have a suit. When the fuck do I wear a suit? I guess...
0: Uh, let's put it this I'll way. I'll probably have I know to wear for one for your
1: wedding, but it, I assume it'll be picked out for me. Or I will be...
0: <laughs> By me? No. Um, no?
1: We, we're just freestyling it?
0: Oh, maybe. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, that might be true. <laughs> you might get lucky in that regard. Um... But no, I, I know for a fact you at least at one point had a suit because I was there when you purchased it. We don't well, need to go into the, the reason it. on the air, but does, do, oh yeah, I it, have that one suit. Does it just not fit anymore, or
1: I I have I no mean, idea if it fits or it doesn't. Yeah, it's certainly a possibility.
0: What did well, you? I don't, uh, think
1: it, I don't think. By it the way, fatter than it was then.
0: <laughs> by the way, that's possible. <laughs> by the way, um, since we're talking about suits and formal wear, I saw the pictures of the daddy-daughter dance from I believe this past weekend. Sure. And I I assume that was your neighbor or like family friend or not family friend, but but friend of yours that you had the picture out front in front of your house. Yeah. Well, it was
1: it was my daughter's friend's father.
0: Right.
1: I mean, I'd consider him a friend. We've only interacted a handful of times, so really more of an acquaintance. Just not because I dislike him, just because we haven't spent a lot of time together. Yeah.
0: Low frequency. I got it. My point was, it appeared to me he
1: owns suits. (laughs)
0: He definitely had a suit. He, he And yeah. I think that he took his jacket off just to make you feel a little better. But the, the comparison, yeah. or the compare contrast looked between... Looked like a
1: homeless dude and a yes, professional.
0: You know, the, the sharpness level of him in a shirt and tie and you with a probably could have been uh, ironed or steamed a little better shirt and and. And
1: said to was, me, are you really going to wear that shirt? And I was like, I don't know. This is the one I wear when I wear a tie. The last time I wore it was like... Oh probably God. a year ago. <laughs> um, yes, no, I did not. I was like, I looked at it, I was like, dear God, I look terrible. But um, he did mention, he's like, I got to take my coat off because I got to wear this suit again this week. He works wow. for a professional football team. Being in Baltimore, you could probably guess which one.
0: That's and awesome.
1: uh, does a lot. He's basically does sort of sales for the team. Oh, so okay. he's a lot of meeting with people, doing stuff my job my guess was not attorney, me anyone. just based
0: on his look yeah no clearly but yeah
1: he. I was like man we got in his car I was like god his car is like fucking spotless but again he's like driving people around in his car I'm only driving <laughs> yeah. grubby little kids
0: right. hence
1: the grubbiness of my car
0: yes well and it might be a lease for him too if he's I mean it did seem
1: like a newish car like yeah. I would guess it's less than two years old
0: yeah it's a lease for sure um, anyway, I just thought... I'd...
1: And there, there are other cars in minivan, which I assume is a bit grubbier, because I think that's the one that sure. they they drive their kids around more.
0: Right. Makes sense. So, takeaway for me, since I've yet to get you a birthday <laughs> gift, is instead of buying you jazz records, I should buy you a shirt and no. or tie. No? No. Because you'll never get any use?
1: Yeah, if you... <laughs> I sh- I've thought about it recently, I'm like, I should get another tie, because I think the ties that I own... Or from yeah, high school? Are at l- no, they're not from high school, but they're at least probably ten years old.
0: Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, ties probably, last a long time.
1: We're probably bought from like TJ Maxx or something. <laughs> okay. Again, <laughs> like you're really like wrong, that's all right. No, I, I, I have I'm ties from I'm just like school. I could I could use a nicer looking tie, but it's, I, it's not not a priority.
0: I mean, I have I legitimately have probably 25 ties, and the reason. I have uh, a big
1: three. I think. Three,
0: yeah, that's what I figured. A big part of the reason I have so many is because one of them is
1: I did get when I was in high school for sure. Okay, fair. <laughs> one enough. of the three. Actually, there are they're probably like another half dozen down downstairs. I just don't bother. Like they're in the closet where I'm like shit we never wear is. Like so, you're saying? Cute.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's backtrack for a second here. So you're saying you have the potential to increase your tie collection two hundred percent. If yeah. You just look around for a few minutes,
1: Yeah, but, but I'm instead not you're going to make walking the claim to doing downstairs. <laughs> three
0: t- You're downstairs right now!
1: True, but I'm if I'm getting dressed for an event, I have to, like, Oh my God. yeah, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, okay. so,
0: okay, so let's say this daddy-daughter thing was this coming weekend, as opposed to last week. You could say to yourself, sure. oh, I got this thing coming up in three days. Maybe before I go upstairs to go to bed after recording this podcast, I'll search around a little bit, see if I can find a tie so I don't look like a homeless man who stumbled upon this cute little girl to take her to this tiny daughter dance. Because <laughs> that's care. essentially what happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look that bad. I didn't look homeless. You I said it. I'm just rolling with it. Just you said I looked unkempt by comparison. You definitely looked unkempt. Dapper I mean, I,
0: honestly, th- th- this, this is evidence of how infrequently you wear that sort of thing. I think if you just tucked your shirt a little different, it could have looked 40% better. Like, merely a tucking situation. You could have, like, smoothed it out towards well, the back. the thing is...
1: My wife taking the photo could have been like, hey,
0: fix and your And she shirt. should
1: have. Yeah, she <laughs> definitely should she have, because I was like, God, this looks terrible. Why don't you tell me that I look like such a dipshit? <laughs> <laughs> she's oh, probably man. like, it's good enough.
0: <laughs> I mean, what what are we at now? We've got to be at, what, uh, 20, almost 20 years, 18 years of marriage? I think I think you're long past the point where she almost tries to make years. you look better. Yeah, almost nineteen. Yeah, yeah has, there you go. Nineteen this care. summer. She doesn't care exactly. So, congratulations on that.
1: There you go. Anyway, this this life goals. <laughs> find someone that does not care what you look like.
0: That Does not care the way you look. <laughs> good good takeaway. That's a, a pro <laughs> tip here from the Bro Pod, of Scott and Todd.
1: If you're unmarried, um, here's a here's a goal: find someone who does not care what you look like.
0: Yeah don't look for similar interests, don't look for religious continuity, don't look for even attraction. She just has to not care. She, she has to allow you to look like a slob and be okay with it. That's Religious what, that's what
1: continuity? That Is that really something you said?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that something that a lot of people look for?
1: Fuck if I know. I don't know. <laughs> I've been married Heron for a very long know. time. I have no idea what people look for in a spouse.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. <sighs> anyway, all
1: right. My wife is far too good for me, and I'm lucky to have her, but...
0: Hang hey, on, let I... me timestamp this. <laughs> all right.
1: I would, uh, I would, yeah, if she she would be justified in leaving me almost any day of the week, for sure.
0: So just just for your records, after editing, it'll be around 16 minutes. You need to tell her to listen to this podcast. Okay,
1: she's not going to listen. She's so you know. she be like, no, I'm not listening to that.
0: <laughs> you can say, but honey, I, I said such great glowing things about you. No, I don't care. Yeah, Even if you
1: did. 100%, yeah.
0: It doesn't matter. How about you say it to my face and not say it in a microphone talking to your brother? Yes. Yeah, valid point. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair point, honey. Anyway. All right. Um, I want to start with the topic in the middle here. You sent me several. You sent you gave me homework out of the blue. It didn't even tell me you added things to the topic list. Thankfully, I checked. <laughs> no, was usually checked the you check. Yeah, I do. I'm very good about that. You, on the other hand, generally are not. But you sent me a, a video about AI, that meaning artificial intelligence, obviously for those unaware. And the video you sent me is just one example, and it's it was just one course, example. It's, of course an Android uh, device using <laughs> Google. Technology. I don't think it was
1: an Android device. It was just Google Assistant. Oh,
0: whatever, Google not, Assistant, not
1: platform specific. I, I mean, obviously it's obviously it's a Google thing, but I it's, don't think it's like uh, it OS wasn't a specific like. OS. I don't think it's okay. Android. Ver- I mean, obviously Google works on Android. And not uh, actually, yes, it works on both. So whatever, It doesn't matter, fucking matter. Sorry.
0: The point is, it's not an Android video...
1: specific tech. I guess is my okay. point.
0: But it was Google Tech. Google gave a presentation where they were demonstrating the the Google Assistant. And basically, you go into your Google Assistant. You say, hey, set up a haircut appointment for 2 p.m. tomorrow. You might have to give a little more specifics. I don't know. They didn't really show that process. And then they showed the phone call. I think they did. I think they
1: said, I want a a haircut appointment between 10
0: 10 and and
1: 12, I think it was, on Thursday. And then – right as you were saying, the Google Assistant makes a phone call to an actual person right. and responds with them. They it was Sorry, I sort yeah, of interrupted you. But they, no, I was, was like going to do whatever you were about to do. There, were, uh, there were a couple in, interesting slash really creepy things with how it interacted with the human. It would, it would pause and say things like, um, okay, and use, like, not slang, but, like, it didn't sound like a robot. It sounded very it wasn't humanistic. robotic
0: vernacular exclusively. Um, yes,
1: and I can't remember the specifics, but they called out a couple examples where, like, the second example was they were calling like an Asian restaurant.
0: That was amazing, and, by the way.
1: And the person they were asking for a reservation, reservation, and uh, the restaurant was like, "When do you want to come in?" And they're like, "We want a reservation for Wednesday." And they're like, "What time?" And they're like, "7 p.m." And they're like, you want to come in at seven tonight? Like, they're, both sides were, like, sort of misunderstanding each other. Not because of the computer. It was more like when you have a conversation sometimes with a restaurant. Like, yeah, English that was too. not this person's first language. They were like, Clearly. what day do you want to come in? And they're like, next Wednesday. Like, it. they asked questions that they had already stated, but the computer wasn't thrown by that. They're like, right. I want to come in this day. Like, they repeated it again. And they're like, the, the uh, restaurant owner was like, how many people? And... And they said, I want a reservation for four, which they had already said. Um, and she's like, well, we only make reservations for more than five. And she's like, and then the computer, like, pivoted again and was like, so will it be busy? I think,
0: Yeah.
1: like, new to ask that question. I mean, obviously, these are set up. I don't know how much, like, how like, <laughs> I don't know how much you don't coaching know if that would happen gave for this time. specific event. Like, Yeah. If yeah you yeah. called and wanted to order a hundred <laughs> balloons and they're like... Uh, we only make helium balloons, and, you're, and you didn't want helium. I don't know if like Google would know to ask that. They probably gave for this example, like gave the assistant like every possible iteration they could possibly think of, like programmed sure. it into its thinking. Maybe I don't know, sure. but anyway, the the thing said, "Well, do you think it'll be busy?" And she's like, "Nah, if you have four people, you'll be fine." And she's like, and the thing was like, "Okay, great, like thanks yeah. or whatever." Yeah, cool. And,
0: See you then. Bye. And would
1: like automatically set it up to your calendar, which you know. I mean, so I had sort of two points of view on this. One, I thought it was really sure. fucking creepy that the computer, like, could talk to someone on the phone. The person had no idea that it was a computer. Excuse me right. for just a second. You could fill in. I got to sneeze.
0: Okay. That's it. The mute button. He's not sneezing, though. Yeah, yeah no, definitely Sneeze creepy. went
1: away. Okay. Um, so I thought that was creepy. On the other hand, there's nothing I hate more than talking on the phone. So I was like, this sounds fucking amazing. Like pay right. your phone bill, figure out if you can schedule a doctor's appointment, like all that shit. Just like have the computer do it. I was like, yes, I definitely want this for myself.
0: For sure, no, 100%. I don't know. I don't know
1: what your thoughts were.
0: So my my initial thought was this: that second call was spectacular because of the fact that it was, again, clearly there was some some language barrier, like we said, um, and it really did. It, it handled it almost better than most humans, I think, would. We can post
1: um, the link to this in the show notes. Yeah, for those that want to. Correct.
0: Um, now, watch it. The um, the first call was the hairdresser appointment. It did a good job of. The lady was kind of, I don't know. I felt like she was kind of dense. Like, we can't do it then. Can we do it this time? And then finally, the computer was like, "All right, any time between ten a.m. and <laughs> it noon, was ten to 12, and she's
1: like. She's like, uh, I think the computer was like, can we do it at 12 p.m.? Which I was like, that's not how between 10 and 12 works in my brain. I know, I know. (laughs) But I was like, whatever. And she's like, no, I can't do 12. And she's like, and then, yeah, the lady was like, 9 a.m.? And I was like, are you fucking listening to the other end of the conversation? (laughs) She said between 10 and 12. And she's like, no, that won't work. Very clear. She's like, how about 10 a.m.? And the lady's like, oh, yeah, that's available. I'm like, god damn it. Like, Seriously. (laughs) That woman, yeah. If someone the tells me 10 to 12, the, the first place I look is 10 a.m.
0: I'm not looking anywhere else. I'm going straight yeah. to 10 a.m. 10 now to 12. How does she not see here's, that block was over? Here's one
1: at 10. Here's I gave you two numbers. Yeah, if somebody said told yeah. me 10 to 12, I wouldn't think that 12 was acceptable. And I sure as shit wouldn't think that 9 a.m. was acceptable. I don't remember if that's the number she said. But it was something. I, I think, think that she said it, it. was something I think she out said, of the range. I think she said 2.15 p.m. And I was like,
0: are you fucking yeah, listening? It was like, the afternoon.
1: no, that's not going to work, you dumbass. It's like
0: Which saying, is why hey, Tom, I hate making phone e- calls. <laughs> go to the encyclopedia rack and grab me anything from L to P. All right, I got Z. Does Z work? <laughs> no! Yeah. L to P. If they're there, <laughs> grab me any of those encyclopedias. I know it's an old school reference, but that's <laughs> yes. that, that was the way it was. I For thought. those
1: of you who are, who are under 30, encyclopedias right. were Wikipedia before <laughs> Wikipedia existed. They were physical right. books.
0: Was, it was an actual book. What a book is, is a <laughs> a bound-up uh, collection of pieces of paper with words on them that you can read.
1: It's like if you print it's, out the internet. Yeah, anyway, like, but... Uh, if,
0: you, if you print out your phone, yeah.
1: Yeah, that lady was a little dense. And I think the the impressive one with that was she's like, do you want, uh, do you want just right. a haircut or a just color? Just a haircut and or a color? it's like, just yeah, a yeah, woman's yeah. haircut. Is That right. part was a little weird in the speech pattern where it was like, just a woman's haircut. I was like, no one talks that way, but... Maybe right, they do. I right.
0: Know. So the larger point, which I, I think is maybe kind of what you wanted to, to, talk, to talk about and to touch on as well here, is just artificial intelligence technology as a whole. And, you know, again, so it's taken a long time. I think the presenter that was speaking to this group even said, it, you know, it's taken us several years to get to this point. Like, how far can it go? Can it get to the point where... You know, every restaurant or every business of any kind that offers any service will get rid of a certain percentage of their employees because no one will answer the phone anymore. The phone conversations for everybody will be you t- telling your Google Assistant to call up this place for a hair haircut's a bad example to call up this place <laughs> for a dentist appointment, and you're now talking to an AI robot at the dentist office. Like, is that? Yeah,
1: it's kind of ironic far away because, are we from that, I mean, I feel like. That sort of already exists for restaurant reservations. I mean, they made the point like, this is a smaller restaurant that doesn't have like an open table thing. Yes, but they did point like that a in. lot of that stuff is already fucking automated on the internet, anyways. And I assume more of it will sure. be. There will probably also always be like smaller mom and pop organizations that maybe are not set up through that. But it's the barrier of entry is just going to get lower and lower. So it'll just be like. Right. Part of their phone system, where it's but, like, but I like, think
0: what what the
1: AI will do it for you. You don't have to like do anything.
0: But but I think part of the you know the, the the great beyond that they are selling is as as easy and convenient as it now is to go onto an app like OpenTable or something like that, or just go on the internet and you know type in a few things and find that section where you can make a reservation. It would be even simpler if you literally pick up your phone and say you know. Call hey, Fat Choi and make me a, a restaurant. Yeah, make a reservation, reservation for six tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Like that's literally all you have to yeah, do. Yeah,
1: you don't have to. Type and then you in put anything. your phone
0: down and walk away, and three <laughs> minutes later you get a text that it's been done. Like that's insane. Yeah.
1: And it's already on your calendar, so you don't have to remember right. that you did it.
0: Yeah, it's because it'll remind set up. you
1: the day before or something.
0: <laughs> sure, I mean, you know, you see that in these movies about the future where everything's just kind of done for you, but you know, just throughout throughout the course of our lifetime lifetimes. I feel like we're getting ever closer to that and this is just one of those one of those steps that takes us just a little bit closer to us not having to do anything in our
1: life. It does feel that way, but on the other hand, like I don't know if you have like an Amazon Alexa product or sure. You don't have, you don't have an iPhone, but if you ever try to use Siri or even the Google Assistant like I, I've downloaded that app on my phone. It's never right. – nothing has ever worked this seamlessly. When you ask it to do something slightly out of the norm, like other than tell me what the fucking weather is or what time it is, like right. if we you ask it that. a question – I don't know what you mean. Yeah, if you ask it a question that's like easily Googleable, Googleable, like, hey hey Siri or hey Alexa, when was the last time the Lakers won the NBA title? I feel like it, it'll – It'll fuck it up, like you know what I mean. It won't. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be like the Lakers have won titles, uh, right. six of the seven last titles. twenty years. Yeah. Like that's not what I asked you. Um right. right. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to get the sort of language thing in the question. Now this thing where it's calling this feels like a whole level beyond that. So I'm like, where's the disconnect? Because I ask questions all the time, or like asking something to play music. Like, can you play this song? And they completely fucking misunderstand what you're saying to it. And you well, like and try to enunciate it in different ways to try to make right. it understand the letters you're saying.
0: And that's... that's uh, along those same lines, that's the comment I was going to make earlier is there there are situations... I generally don't do this, but there are situations like if I'm driving or if for some reason I only have one hand for you, I will, where I will use speech to text if I'm texting someone or using Hangouts to communicate with someone via text. Yes. And every time... I have to read it, and most times I have to edit something. To your point, so yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's that's simple speech to text, which has been around for years, like well. And it's over not a decade, even like you have a,
1: a regional accent, really, or
0: right, a exactly. speech impediment, right? So, I mean, obviously, we're both doing a podcast, so <laughs> our voices are perfect. <laughs> but
1: um, I mean, but it's not like you're from the south where you're like hey yeah. google can you get me some ass cream and it's like you need cream for your bottom and you know what i mean like it's <laughs> it's not i did not know like you had hemorrhoids <laughs> i'm listening to you all the time i'm not going yeah. to mention hemorrhoids it's not it's not even like a strong accent like that you could be like i need directions to this place or yeah you're responding with a text and like okay i'll meet you at the restaurant at seven and it's like
0: right i mean rest I, area listen, i'm not gonna lie
1: 6 30 or whatever yeah it,
0: it definitely would not turn seven into six. <laughs> oh, you've Sorry, got the happened. wrong time. No, never happened. Um, but no, it's, it, it, it's again, it's, it's 90% accurate, 90%. But like, that's not good enough. If you're asking a computer sure. to, you know, the examples we gave, make a reservation or do that sort of thing. You need 97 to 98% accuracy in order to get what you want. So that's my question. It's like, it, and like you said, it's, it feels like we're skipping a step here. Um, You know, they have these things, the Google assistant making these phone calls and doing, doing all this stuff for you. And it's like, wait a minute, my speech to text still isn't even flawless. So, but you know, that, that happens in a lot of industries where it's like, here's the new hot product and people are still a step or two behind. But the question is how long until we get to that point? Like, you know, because technology moves so quickly. Sure. Is that stuff that they were advertising? six months to a year away or is it four or five years away to where it's widely adopted?
1: Yeah, I mean, I obviously want to try it out on a couple things. Sure. To see. And also, like, the people on the other end, are they going to get freaked out if they're, like, talking to a robot? Or do you get pissed off if you don't know if you're talking to a ro- Like, if a robot calls me to confirm my dentist appointment? I mean, right. some you get robocalls, but they're clearly robocalls if it's, like, I don't know if it's a real person or not. That feels fucking weird. Yeah, but if it's I it's like, like how you hey, would this know. is Joyce at uh, Doctor Whatever's office. Uh, we have you scheduled for an appointment at 3 p.m. on next Tuesday, and you're like, okay. They're like, can you confirm that you'll be able to make it? And you're like, yeah, that's good. Like, if I don't, if it seems like a person, but it's not. I mean, if I don't know, who cares? But yeah, if, if I you
0: never know, then who cares? But
1: like, are you gonna get to the point where you're like? Sort of like some of the chat bots and stuff where you're, like, fucking with it to see if it's real or not, like, asking it questions.
0: Right. Those are very clear. Are you
1: a real person? You're like, yeah, my name's definitely Mary. And it's like, "Mm, doesn't feel like it.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the new version of five years ago when it was like, hello, this is Dave from Austin, Texas. It's like, no, you're not Dave. (laughs) Your name's not Dave. And I didn't even do a, a strong Indian accent, but, like, you're clearly talking to India. And, you know... That, I, that's the new version now. Obviously, those people can speak English. The people yeah, that you're talking to, yeah, they, centers, It's
1: but... the, you're just like, <laughs> I, I know uh, my wife has spoken to someone who sounds like they're from another country and said, "Is that your real name?" And they're like, "Well, that's the American name that I that I go by." And she's right. like, "Okay." We she's like, "What's your?" One she's like, "What's your real name?" And then they'll tell. Sometimes they'll tell her. Sometimes they won't. They're like, "Well, I prefer to go by this." Or sometimes they'll be like, "It's this name." I, I don't have a good Indian name off the top of my head that I can throw in in this situation but
0: why, why is she engaging in conversations like uh,
1: that's how my wife says, is isn't. she likes to talk <laughs> to people about stuff that she engages is in conversation relevant? I always say like this is why weirdos talk to you because you will talk back to them like she doesn't, ha- right. she doesn't do a good job like if somebody that I don't want to talk to starts talking to me I will give them simple answers or just straight up fucking ignore them and if they keep or talking wrong, to me I'll just man. walk away My wife will be like, "Oh, tell me more about your vacation to uh, Absinthe Land." And you're like, "What the fuck are you talking to this person? They're clearly high out of their mind." She'll she'll engage them. No, there's not, but they they could they could make (laughs) that up. But that's what they're They're, talking about. Yeah, 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 just complete nonsense. You're like, "Why why are you engaging this crazy person in conversation?" (laughs) When we first lived in Seattle, there was uh, this man on the bus who I think was high or drunk. And wanted to read her palm. So she just talked to him for like 20 or 30 minutes. She's like, all these weirdos keep talking to me. I'm like, you fucking let him read your palm. Why would you do that? Just be like, I can't right now. I don't want to talk to you. Whatever. It's not hard. Just like, leave me the fuck alone.
0: Right. Or ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. But then once you do it once, you have the scarlet letter on you. So yeah, you're like, oh, this
1: person, this, hey, crazies, come talk to me because I will clearly engage you in conversation. I don't remember how we got on this, but yes.
0: I don't
1: either. Um, <clears throat> so... so, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I I feel like that that video was a big leap from my experience with sort of voice assistants oh, for sure. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, for sure. if it worked like this, like, I would never talk to a real person again. I'd only talk to the computer because it can do everything.
0: You'd only talk to the computer and Alexa. Yeah. Uh, Alexa, bring this... me a bag of pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> and then your 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 Roomba goes over to the cabinet, pulls out the pretzels, brings it over to you, vacuuming along the way. That'd be amazing.
1: That'd be pretty amazing. We need to
0: work on that. If that's not already a thing, I'm sure. But like,
1: it is. in our yeah. house, we have several things set up on like a smart home system. So we have yeah. like we have an, a few Alexas, or like the devices that there's only one Alexa, whatever. Um, and you, we have. Um, There's only one Alexa. <laughs> we have some some smart speakers hooked up to it and our thermostat, and like,
0: yeah,
1: we'll say, "Hey Alexa, play this song." Excuse anyone who's playing this aloud. Hopefully we're we're not fucking it up with your smart speaker listening. All oh, right. Play this song by Minor Threat in the living room. But our speaker name is Family Room, and it's like I don't see a device named Living Room. Like it's it, mm. it. seems like it should be able to figure out like, right. We have one set of speaker. We actually have two sets of, sets of speakers, but it should be able to figure out like, oh, did you mean this room or something? Like, it just like if you're not if you don't give perfectly correct Very syntax, specific. it'll fuck it up. Yeah. Or if or you're like, to that. Yeah. if you said, hey, play this song, um, Punkin Drublick, and they're like, I can't find that song because it's the album name, and you didn't say play the yeah. album, like it. Right. it it just breaks down, it doesn't know what to do. And it's like, why is this, like, that kind of thing, it should be able to, like, interpolate a little more about what you're trying to figure out, what you're trying to say. For sure. 100%. And I, I hmm. it's, I feel like we had we have to say things, like, generally two to three times just to do f- what seem like fairly basic commands. Yeah. Because a lot yeah, of think... it is, it is, like, specifically syntax-based, which is part of what made yeah. this... AI thing so interesting because they the one was like we don't do reservations for over uh, unless you have five people and it's like oh, it asked a follow up question which, like I don't even know if I would have asked as a person. Do you think it'll be busy then? Like that wouldn't have right. occurred to me to ask, but like that's good information to know. And she's like, no, you'll be fine. Right. Like yeah, I agree. My interaction with quick smart technology has not been anywhere near that smart. So. No if they're getting there, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Long story short,
0: but also creepy. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. The other thing that I found interesting, and maybe I'm in the minority here is, and you tell me your thought on this, is, you know, as we've stated a couple times here, at the end of both of these example calls that they gave, it's set up on the calendar. um, And then, like you said, I'll give you a reminder. You use your phone for that sort of stuff? Like the calendar feature?
1: Yes, all the time.
0: All the time? Okay. so. Okay, Mainly
1: yeah. to coordinate between my wife and I. She'll put things in my calendar because I'll forget about them. Mostly stuff for the kids like, oh, sure. one of the kids has a birthday party this weekend or there's yeah. some Girl Scout, Girl thing, Scout or thing or whatever. It's nice to have it in there so I can be like, oh, shit, what time is that? I can look at my phone and know that it's in there. Um, also weird, I thought the they never said goodbye. The phone just call just sort of ended. I was like is this how phone calls end you just hang up you're like thank you for the like don't even say thank you they're like here's the information okay
0: right just just end of call (laughs) I mean that's how it's that's how it ends on movies and TV and has been that way for I know but like
1: that's not how people work generally say okay thanks bye bye goodbye or or whatever yeah yeah peace out bitch that
0: is true some sort of salutation. I probably wouldn't say that to a stranger if I was making an appointment, but,
1: you know, Yeah, I'm going it. in for a massage next Saturday. Is that is that going to work at 2 p.m.? And they're like, we have one at 7 p.m. And you're like, no. I said two. And they're like, okay, we got one at two. Peace out, bitch. That's probably not, not going to be a great massage. Is that what you're telling me?
0: Yeah, see here's where this is going to get you in trouble because your AI is going to learn <laughs> from you how you like to do things. And you'll joke around like that. And your phone's going to hear it because we all know the phone is always listening. And then you'll tell your AI to make an appointment and then they'll say, peace out, bitch. And then you'll show up as the human and they'll be like, are you the guy that called? <laughs> call me a bitch at the end of the phone call. Cause we talked about that around the well, it's massage interesting parlor because here for days. I th-
1: I think it said, uh, "I think the phone thing identified itself. It's like I'm so and so's assistant, and I'm setting up an appointment, which I thought was weird." It definitely too.
0: did on the haircut one. I thought I I, I remember that. I don't, I don't remember that on the restaurant reservation, but it could I don't have
1: done remember that. on the restaurant reservation either. But
0: for both. I'm By the like, way, did, was that the right term? Massage parlor. Is no. that where you get a massage?
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you can to get me a massage parlor is like happy ending.
0: Right. Not that I've
1: figured. participated in that. I'm just saying, like,
0: uh-huh. that's what
1: comes to mind when I think of massage parlor. It seems like a seedy establishment, as opposed... I think generally they're just, like, spas. Spa. Where you, okay. you get a massage. Not a massage parlor, which I seems mean, like it would be in the red light district of said city.
0: Listen, we've had this discussion on this pod. I don't know if the episode was ever uploaded about my one massage experience, so clearly I'm not all that familiar <laughs> Did we talk about massage.
1: that in an episode?
0: I'm pretty sure we did. Oh, I think God. it was one of the early ones that may not have made it up to the interwebs yet. But the uh, point is, I'm not all that experienced with how massages work. and uh, The names of the,
1: places to receive them.
0: The names of places to receive them. I, I wouldn't
1: go to a massage parlor. It sounds seedy.
0: Okay. I mean, I wouldn't go to a, a place to get a to massage <laughs> in a strip mall anyway. Is my point. Well, <laughs>
1: There, that's it's, not true it's more common now I think
0: I know there's a place called Massage Envy I, that's what I was thinking there's Massage Envy just down the road that is that's a chain basically in a strip mall I know that's why I know it's legit Um, and I think I actually got Jamie or no I got no I got both I think I got Ann something there and I know I got Jamie something there as well whatever it doesn't matter enough Half about the Massage dimes. <laughs> <laughs> drop a dime pick up two nickels. Anyway, um, what? The Nickel Horse—that was in my one of my bands in college, and our 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 slogan was "Drop a dime, pick up too. Uh So Dear I God. wanted to move on to the next one, and I, I'm gonna need you to lead this because I'm curious about several things, but most notably how you even found this. I don't know. What and the this next is the Straight is. Edge Water Company.
1: Oh, uh, I think I saw it on Twitter. So. Okay. Background: There's a former Netflix creative director who has created a Mike canned Cesario. water called yep. Liquid Death. It's what is it murders your thirst, I think, is the tagline or something. That's and great. the the article, it's from like Business Insider, says that the, it's a straight edge water. Now, when you read the article, he, it seems more like he's he's basically like. We're sort of marketing towards people that are into punk and hardcore music and sort of that subgenre. We were talking about at work today because we're uh, we're, t- we're talking about how it was. It's in the article listed as straight edge water, and, and uh, a coworker friend of mine was like, "Why? Why would you list it as straight edge? Because he's like, punk or hardcore is already a fairly narrow. Genre of people, yeah, and then to like sure. further separate it out into straight
0: edge, like super niche. Yeah,
1: it's like, is this really what you want to do? But they he's received $1.6 million in uh, funding. Which, when yeah. I, I sent this to uh, former straight edger and roommate Tom X Brooks, so and he's nice. like, people that are trying to solve climate change can't get funding, but this. <laughs> fuck nuts can get <laughs> 1.6 million dollars for canned water there's like nothing special about it either it's just like in a can no. he, there are spring, there's some like, bullshit where are. he's like touting its environmental uh credentials because it's in a can which is more easily recyclable than plastic yeah.
0: Versus which plastic is true
1: is right. but i'm like <laughs> tom's like you know what's better than recyclable cans just getting fucking water out of the tap which 100 percent agree with him on that one Get yes, a reasonable container. That's definitely better for the environment. Also, if you read the article, that so the there's a there's a commercial for this thing which is very gory and pretty hilarious. Where basically I watched it's, it. It was quite it's humorous. murdering your thirst by the uh, the bottle uh, avatar is sort of like just killing people killing with a people. can. Yep. Uh, it's, I guess slaying their thirst or murdering their thirst. But uh, in the in the article, it talks about how he um, took marketing cues from the beer industry because it looked cool and like did a lot to appeal to young people. I'm like, all right, wait, wait, slow the fuck down, buddy. If you're going to call yourself Straight Edge Water, you can't take cues from the fucking beer industry. Sorry, that doesn't work. Appeal
0: to children. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: <laughs> like, you clearly don't agree, give a shit about it's... Straight Edge. I don't know how Straight Edge even got involved.
0: It's 100% true, though, because they're sold in packs of 12, and they're all tall boys. Yeah, it's
1: tall boys. And just the
0: font (laughs) and everything about it looks like a beer. It totally looks like a beer. So I could see, you know, especially a, a kid who's, let's say, 17, 18, 19 years old. He's hanging out with his friends or his older friends who are drinking. He's straight edge. He wants to be straight edge, but he also wants to fit in. I could see that product appealing to that person. However... As you stated earlier, uh, it's like if you're okay, straight edge,
1: you don't want to fit in drinking fake beer though. Like if you're well, truly if you still straight do you want to ed- fit
0: in with with those friends?
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a that's a odd choice to me and a big disconnect. You might and want a... to fit in if you were not a straight edge kid and whatever. It's not exclusively marketed towards straight edgers because Of course not. They'd sell 200 packs and be done with it.
0: <laughs> right. Or less. Well, but if you read the whole article, I think the other thing that he, may, he might be banking on is, I think it was a nickel—a nickel of every sale or of every can—goes towards cleaning up the plastic situation in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I feel like if he pushes I mean, a lot that, of, angle... a lot of
1: this sort of uh, entrepreneurial stuff now has the the sort of give back component to it.
0: Right. I feel like he should push that, though. He should market that in order to sell to all sorts of people. Yeah. Talked about, mean, they also talked about the article, article like, he's like there's like more vegans at a hardcore show than there are at a, a Taylor Swift show. I remember that line for some reason. So I feel like he's 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 trying to hit the granola market, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, whatever. I guess we'll see if it's around in three months or something. I think, yeah. honestly, I think most of the point of this piece was just to, like, get publicity for it. It was definitely a PR thing. Um, Oh, for sure. I don't don't really understand why you would buy a bunch of canned water, but I don't drink bottled water, so. I mean, I don't drink a ton of water, but if I did, I'd just get it out of the tap.
0: (laughs) Right. Do you guys not have a a filter?
1: I mean, we have the filter 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 in (laughs) the door, but we don't have, like, a Brita, because we have the water that comes through our refrigerator door is filtered. I just changed the filter. Um. So Imagine that's that. generally where we do it. Okay. And. Uh, but like, what about at work? At uh, work, we they have a. It's not like the the water cooler with the jug. It's like sort of, it's hard hard it's plumbed in. I guess you filtered. would say. <laughs> yeah, there is a filtered yeah, one, yeah. but you don't need the filter. I I know I worked at an agency for a little while, and one of the design directors they had they had like a filtered water thing again sort of like plumbed into the system that had some yes reverse osmosis or whatever bullshit filter on there and he he would get water at the tap and I was like why don't you get it out of the like water machine and he's like i don't the, the tap water is fine basically like it it annoys me that we have this machine so i'm just going to drink it out of the fucking faucet like a normal person so just, right I, Right. I definitely respected him for that. And I was like, that's a good point. And he's like, we're wasting money and energy to filter this water for no reason. Because, people, drink tap water. It's fine. You don't need bottled water. You don't need to filter it. You're just Unless you're making, in Flint, Michigan. You're making, yeah. Water. Sorry. If you're in Flint, Michigan, <laughs> check. you can check the reviews of your local water source, but most of them are decent or right. as as good or better than, like, Aquafina or Dasani.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. You don't need to buy that stuff. The only reason you would ever need to buy filter water is, like, if you're in an airport, or although at Denver and many airports that I travel through, they now have the things where you can refill a bottle. Yeah, for sure. You can put your bottle underneath and, and refill it. I do that all the time, so always an option.
1: Tap water. Drink it.
0: That's the takeaway.
1: It'll slay your thirst, too. It'll also straight me. edge.
0: Yeah. Respect the X. <laughs> I, f- I forgot that Tom was a former straight edger.
1: Yeah, I think it was more by default. I don't think he ever had a... Oh, really? ...hardcore, like, <laughs> belief system.
0: That makes two of your former roommates from Clemson.
1: Who was the other Who, one? Who, I believe,
0: lived the... Wasn't Ricky straight edge?
1: No. Oh, I mean oh, I don't no. think I don't think he drank very much in college, but he also wasn't opposed to it. Oh, okay. Tom didn't drink at all in college. Right. Def- definitely has the beers now and Ricky will drink beer, cocktail, whatever. I don't I don't know if he drinks wine, but he definitely drinks the Alkies.
0: One day you will all bear witness to Ricky having a cocktail. <laughs> one day I'll find a time to edit Wait, that I thought you
1: posted down. that one. Did you not post it?
0: No, I didn't post it. No, I was going to around Super Bowl time this year, but it was just... Yeah. Like, I started doing it, I was like, this is going to take should, me... We could
1: do bonus day. episodes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when, we start, when that Patreon money starts rolling in, we can
1: post that
0: episode. Once you set that up. Speaking of which, quick interlude. Two days from now, from the day we're recording us, May 8th, 2019, two days from now is Todd's birthday, we have on tape or on digital audio multiple times that the clothing line, the BroPod Scott and Ty clothing line will be launched by my birthday, he said. Todd said that, which is in two days. I am guessing... I'm not guessing. I would bet my net worth, nothing has been set up.
1: No, it's ready to go. I just it. have to hit live. I wanted to update some of the really? artwork. But in order to hit the deadline, I might just launch it and then we can... Uh, Modify later. So
0: it's ready.
1: It's ready to I go. I still
0: understand what you need to change.
1: I wanted to change the artwork to tweak it some.
0: Completely or just edit it?
1: Uh, edit it.
0: Okay. That sounds. It's weird. fine so as it is. Edited.
1: Edited. 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 Edited.
0: It felt like I was missing a syllable there. I wasn't. It
1: felt like it. it. Okay. Edited.
0: So, so the people probably can find won't get it edited. because edited. by the time. Yeah, by the time people listen to this Let me let me see if, what the uh, past your birthday.
1: Let me see what the
0: web address oh is. Oh boy. This is a good sign. Keep talking. We'll hold. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that cuz that sounds very bad in the microphone. <laughs>
1: Uh just do it on the see. other side
0: of your mouth you I am it. doing it on the other
1: side of my mouth you dipshit. Oh,
0: okay. Isn't that there better we
1: go right. Um let me see
0: So in order to get the clothing line <laughs> Oh ProPod so the done, it's you would go to
1: It's uh the bropod.threadless.com
0: Okay so you just threadless so I thought Thebropod.threadless.com. It's By the it's time up you're listening now to this, you can go check it out
1: it's up right now. It's up now? Yes.
0: Okay. I'm going to go there right now, here on May 8th, before...
1: I need to tweak the website, because it looks like dog shit, because you can customize oh. your page, but... Oh.
0: Well, for your birthday Wait. celebration, with your family leaving you alone, you can spend some time this weekend and work on
1: it. Although it says it's up, but I don't see anything on there.
0: I don't see anything on there either, but mine's still loading. Sweet. Mine is not loading. It says, The Bro Pods Artist Shop, and it's blank. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, there will be something on there. Maybe I, had to, I have to click on The Bro Pods Artist Shop?
1: No, I think
0: it just changed I the, the products...
1: Oh, I need to make the products live. Oh, so the page is live. It, it'll be up, don't worry. By the time you listen to this...
0: All right. TheBropod.threadless.com. Go check it out. Get your own gear.
1: We have shirts, -shirts. stickers, sweatshirts. Um, I think that's it for now. We may add more products. You can do tapestries, throw pillows. I don't know if we'll add those. They have some slip-on shoes. Do they have boxer
0: briefs by chance?
1: No, they do not.
0: Throwback, or callback. That'd be amazing if they had boxer briefs. But not Boxer, just to spite us. What are you looking at? You're distracted. you got to close the window. You're getting too trying,
1: distracted. Oh, I'm trying to publish things. All right. Do it some, afterwards. Some things have been published.
0: Okay. We'll, we'll be sure and check it out. All right. In the meantime, go to what could be the final topic of the night. We'll see. So I was watching 60 Minutes this past week. And they had a story on a extremely northern Canadian pop sensation mm, named Tanya T- I don't know.
1: She's not a pop sensation. She's...
0: Alright, whatever. For her town, she's a pop sensation. She's the most well-known person in her town of like 84 people. Her name is Tanya Tagak. And she's a Canadian throat singer. Now, as someone who listens to audio dog shit all the time. I want you to explain to the people what throat singing is. Don't do it. Okay. God help us all.
1: So, most throat singing is... So, her throat singing is slightly different than what most people think of as throat singing. Most throat singing is from sort of Tuva, which is, I think, north of Mongolia. And involves... Uh, singing a note, which usually have an ear sound, and okay. when you make that sound, you sing the note, so you sing like ba or err, <clears throat> and then you, by vibrating your throat, you create microtones, so there's there's like other higher tones that sort of sound like a whistle. So that's what most people think of as throat singing. This okay. woman does... Thing there may be some of that um, going on with sort of the the main note and then microtones above it. It's really interesting when done well. That, um if you look up like Tuvin throat singing, the guy that probably is most famous that does it, he he does it and it sounds like he's whistling, but he's singing. It's fucking insane. I'll find a link. How, we'll many, how many
0: times have you seen him live?
1: Have I seen him live? Never. But I there was a movie. There's a good documentary. It's called Genghis Blues. Um, it's about uh, the guy who wrote um, Jet Airliner Which I think was recorded by uh, What's that Shitty band The Band <clears throat> Whatever, no Leonard Skinner I think Leonard Skinner recorded oh, it, or oh, Some okay. other shitty 70s band But he wrote the song, was famous for that uh, Was a musician who was I think blind, so he Discovered these two throat singing Tapes and okay. Yeah, he was blind so he checked him out from the library or something and translated a manual on how to do it and sort of taught himself how to do it and then went to the region and like met with them and sort of collaborated. Really good right. documentary, it's called Genghis Blues. You should check it out. Anyway,
0: where can you find that? Netflix? Uh,
1: I don't know. I saw on... it like I've seen I saw it like on videotape, so it's been around for a while.
0: On videotape. <laughs> it might for have been DVD. Listeners under 30. <laughs> videotape is uh, yeah, what was around before, the standard DVD, which is what was around Uh before... It
1: is streaming. You can get yeah. it on iTunes or Amazon Prime, but unfortunately it's not free. It is on some service called Tubi for free, which I don't know what the fuck that is.
0: Okay.
1: But you can watch it for free on Tubi. It's an gotcha. hour and a half. I do see that, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Very good. Anyway, so this woman <clears throat> uh, does singing more like what you might expect I, as far as I can tell, and I've only listened to her some, um, where she's doing sort of grunting and singing actually more from her throat, where there's a lot of
0: <clears throat>
1: kind of stuff she's doing. And when right. the, in that 60-minute piece, they were saying that, I guess this Inuit throat singing is more of a sort of call and response where they have two people sort of yes. going back and forth, and they're basically trying to break the other person, the sort other of like person. you would in a staring contest, except it's a vocal one-on-one, Correct. but I first came to know her. Uh, she was on the Bjork album, Medulla, which is an all acapella album. Well, it's not acapella. It's the whole album is produced only by voices. I think some of them are processed in different ways, but she has sure. a prominent part in one of the songs, um, which if you watch the 60 minutes spectacle, or listen to some of her other singing. You can sort of recognize that uh, uh, stuff that she's doing in that song. Yes. Um, very good song. And I don't know. I, just, I I like all types of singing, so I'm was very intrigued by her works. And they said, I think they said in that piece, like all of her stuff is improvised, which is pretty interesting too. She has she has a bandcamp page. It's I think it's Ipecac Recordings. It's the same label that, um, like Mike Patton of uh, what's the name of that band that he's in? It's a more famous band, uh, Faith No More. He okay. does. He's also sort of a vocal wizard. But uh, the label that he is on also has her uh, album.
0: I'm sorry. Can we back up for a second? You were you were talking about um, the label, and you said that. The label is called Ipecac.
1: Yeah, I P E C A C. Ipecac Recordings. Bandcamp. Okay,
0: you do know that Ipecac is something that you take orally to induce to vomit. vomit.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I didn't mean, make up just... the label name. That's is that their coincidence label. or no? I think that's intentional. Sad irony. <laughs> I think it's intentional. Yeah,
1: she Tanya Tagak yeah. is on there. I she that. has an album. I listened to it the other day.
0: It's quite good. Did you? So,
1: she was actually performing in D.C., and I was gonna go. This is so weird because, like, I was looking into this before you showed it to me.
0: As I texted you, "Hey, you should check this <laughs> out." No, 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 no. Like minutes.
1: a week or two before, and I was like, "I was, I was gonna go," but then it was like it's like an hour away. It was on like a Thursday or something. It's not. It wasn't convenient. Yeah. But I was definitely interested.
0: Isn't it sad that? Because I've done the same thing. That a lot of our lifestyle choices at, at our age. Is very dependent on what night of the week it is. Like, I love yeah, to see it's... that band, but eh, it's a Tuesday. I'd be out till like twelve thirty.
1: Well, like, yeah. I mean, especially for me, like, a lot of musical acts do not come to Baltimore, but they play in D.C. And it's just right. far enough away to be a real pain in the ass. Especially if it's like a Thursday. If the show is say ten p.m.,
0: Saturday.
1: I got to leave at like eight o'clock to get there to maybe see the opener. Then if they don't yeah. end till midnight, I don't get home till one or one thirty in the morning. Like that's that's a lot for a Thursday <laughs> if I'm going to work the next day. So right, right. If it like if it were trip. if they were playing in Baltimore and ended at midnight, I might I'd be more apt to go. But that's sort of like hour commute or two hour round trip is not helping over a span. Of so and
0: five we'll get back hours. to telling you it's a gak on Ipecac in just a minute. But. It, are you implying, therefore, that Baltimore doesn't really have a scene? Like, there aren't good venues for. And this is, by the way, this is discounting the noise shit that you listen to. I'm talking about, like, real bands. No,
1: they actually have bands. decent venues, but I think they're. I think bands just know, like, it's just like we'll it would be in Columbia. Is- like, when we live there, Columbia, South Carolina, yeah. people will be like, I'm going to play Atlanta and Charlotte. Columbia is sort of on the way or even they're not going to play Greenville just because there are going to be fewer people that show up to the show. It's not that people aren't supportive of the music and like the New Brooklyn Tavern I think is still running, going strong and I think they get shows probably about as frequently as Baltimore does despite being considerably smaller. Um, Right. I think most people figure they're going to play like DC and Philadelphia and they're like Baltimore's in the middle but if you live in Baltimore you can drive to DC if you really want to see it and they're going to have plenty of people from the DMV to come to the show so they're like yeah they're not as worried about or I know some bands will be like they'll play like DC Philadelphia on one leg of the tour and then the next time they might play like uh, Baltimore Lancaster or slash like Pittsburgh, you know what I mean, like some of the lesser right. cities. Something like that. Just yeah. hit hit something else. Just so they mix it up a little bit. Now not everybody does that, but I know like Propagandi pl- played a show in Baltimore for the Victory Lap tour, which they certainly didn't have to. Quicksand did for their last album also seemed weird to me, but there there's like a couple sizable venues that that will hold bands. It's just sure. do they want to play here or not? So I
0: don't know. Huh. Interesting.
1: <laughs> I I don't think it's yeah, I mean, a obviously... lack of interest because there's there's a lot of bands that have come out of Baltimore, but it's just I think if you're say generic standard touring band, you're like I'm gonna do DC, Philly, Brooklyn slash New York. You know, when I go up the East Coast, I'm just
0: gonna... yeah. Once you go up the East Coast, there's <clears throat> every hour and a half there's a gigantic city you can play in. So. Yeah. You don't, you're right. You don't have to play Baltimore. The West Whereas Coast here, and
1: Midwest, there's like, like you're going to play Seattle. You're going to play Portland. You're probably right. not going to play, like, Eugene, Eugene or somewhere in southern yeah, Oregon. No, like, so then your next. I mean. Thank
0: you, Salem. Yeah. yeah from, no one's ever said that.
1: From, I mean, people do play Eugene, but, like, from Portland to San Francisco is a long fucking haul with, like, nothing yeah, in the middle. 10 so. plus hours. Yeah. Same thing like if you're playing like Denver and Salt Lake, it's like where the fuck else are you going to play? Like same thing. I mean, it's 10 hours. You could play which, Boulder, which, but which that's face Denver, so.
0: <laughs> which is why by the way, Denver gets a lot of shows, but a lot of tours don't come here at all. Like unless you're doing the full swing of like Omaha, Kansas sure, City, sure. Topeka, whatever, like you're if you're not doing that, you're not coming to Denver because we are in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it's a solid, you know, Unless you're going to like Cheyenne, or other like Fort Collins or Colorado Springs,
1: I can't imagine Cheyenne's pulling in a lot of
0: musical acts. No, they have a (laughs) they have a gigantic concert in July, and that's really it. What's that? Um, it's called um, Frontier Days, I think is what it's called. It's huge. It's it's obviously country music, but it's like a whole festival. It's like three days. They get but they get they get major acts for for country music. Interesting. So people I never heard of, obviously, but sure. I mean A-list, A-list people, they sell it out. It's like they make 95% of their annual revenue <clears> as a city. <throat> I'm making that number up, but something like that. Um but no one but just will the know fact the that I remember the name of it should be evidence enough cause Wait,
1: how do you know it. the name of it?
0: Cuz people from Denver travel up there.
1: Oh. They gotcha. go see
0: it. Like they they advertise it down here big time. Like it's huge. It's a, it's a huge thing. So um but anyway, speaking of shitty music, so so the I think the most interesting thing to me about the Tanya Tagak story was um as is generally the case with any profiles on sixty minutes, was just her story. She lives in I forget the name of the province. I could probably look it up on Wikipedia, but um
1: She lives in the oh, Arctic Circle basically.
0: Cambridge Cambridge Bay in Nunavut, Canada. Which is like basically the North Pole. I mean it's as far north as you can get in Canada, and, uh, like, they, you know, they spent a day with her, a day or two or whatever, and she was, she was out there fishing, she immediately, like, you know, killed the fish that she caught, and, like, they ate it that night, like, it was a whole...
1: Yeah, she, she even, like, uh, cleaned it and had, like, raw fish, yeah. she's like, ah, oh, this is the best way to eat it, straight yeah. out of the ocean.
0: Exactly, which was funny because when they when they did that, Jamie was like, and I was like, haven't you ever had sushi? Which I haven't, but <laughs> I was like, that's exactly what they're doing, except it's as possible, as fresh as humanly possible, you know, legit straight out of the water. But, um, but yeah, I mean, she seemed like an interesting person who I I feel like was almost a reluctant, air quote, celebrity, a reluctant, like, you know, music persona. If you don't want to call her a pop star, that's fine. You're probably right about that. Um
1: well she said like in the beginning like I tell people my music is not for everyone and it's going to be intense you might not like it it's not like
0: right. Of course traditional yeah. like
1: melodic stuff it's no she have
0: she'd be have to be insane to think oh everybody's going to love this <laughs> cuz no just hard no hard pass Um but no I I what I what I wanted to get your thought on because you probably know more about her or more about people of this kind of music than I would or ever will, is what I found interesting is that she was playing some very large and almost historic-looking venues, but then there were other shots where it looked like she was playing for a crowd of like 35 people. So I
1: think some of those were when she was younger, like she sort of started in college. But the the that's interesting possible, thing when she was playing in D.C. she was playing the uh, sort of like S- symphony hall thing. She wasn't playing like right. the big. Thing of it, but right. she was playing in a very highbrow thing. So that's what I mean. I think part of it is sort of the cultural connection. Obviously, she uh, ties into her—is it? Would you say Inuk,
0: whatever her? She's Inuit.
1: Inuit. Inuit. Her her Native American sort of ancestry. Like, so people are like, "Oh, this is interesting because it's sort of dying or severely limited." Like you even if you don't like the music, you're like, oh, this is at least... I don't know anything about this. I, I'm somewhat interested it. So from a cultural perspective, those sort of like... Um, almost museum or sort of educational music, I guess you could say, things make sense. So um, you're
0: and saying they that... Ge- they generally it's, 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 hold be the larger,
1: equivalent... larger audiences.
0: Right. So you're saying it would be <laughs> the equivalent of like seeing a, an endangered species... In no, its natural habitat.
1: I don't I don't mean that. It's like when like Ladysmith Black Mombazo before they hooked up with Paul Simon, they're like right. here's a group of singers from this place in Africa that you probably never heard of if you live in the United States just because they're not getting any radio play. I mean now they have somewhat of a following, but again they probably play similar things. It's like this is a it's not sure it's not like a symphony sort of thing, but it's a it's a cultural contribution. That, uh, is unique, and people that fancy themselves as highbrow are like, "Oh, I'll check that out." You know, or they—it's part of a concert series where like, here's some singers from around the world, and she represents like the North, the Arctic Circle thing. And There right. might be some people from like Patagonia or whatever, India, right. like just different types of things that you don't hear generally. So they can bring in people that way and be like. She has an interesting backstory. She lives in this small fishing village. She fucking rides a four wheeler around and hates vegetarians or whatever. Yeah. Uh, check out the 60 minute piece, and then people come to see it and they're like, "Oh, the, I I thought it was really weird, but then I kind of got into it." You know what I mean? Like, I think that she sort of ties into that, as opposed to being just yeah, sort it's... of avant garde or like freaky noise vocal sort of thing which she her music probably more closely ties into
0: so by the way i was i was incorrect and you were right it is Enoch, not inuit i misread that um so i just want to make that clarification the, the the last question i have since you're the expert on
1: <laughs> i don't know if i'm an expert i'm just Tanya this is like all that. speculating so
0: yeah no i understand the piece on sixty minute was called on sixty minutes was called,
1: polar punk.
0: What was it? The polar punk. So, based on everything you just said, based on the audience she's appealing to, based on its cultural significance rather than its musical significance, how is she a punk?
1: I don't. I mean, I didn't write the title. I. I, I mean, she is on like you said the Ipecac or I said Ipecac rec- recordings. So yes, that does have a little bit more of a punk thing. I. I'd say her music probably appeals to people that are more into punk or sort of noise or free jazz, like people that are more open to a wide variety of sounds. So in that way, I just think she was punk. And I think they said in the story, she sort of started out more from that kind of background. Yeah. They talked more about her sort of traditional village life when she's at home, but she was only there for like, three months a year i think maybe it wasn't like a long yeah. time it seemed like because she was touring all the time so right. i don't know i i mean i didn't write the story title but i think that was their thing she's like it's not it's not a. she takes the sort of traditional singing technique and then does a lot of improvising works with i think a band they didn't really get into the music that much i think. They didn't like it, maybe, no. so they're like, "We'll downplay the music, or Show a little by bit." By the of way, hundred percent, that's <laughs> why, because they're like, "If
0: we play a lot of the show or, you know, any <laughs> tracks from our CD, people are going to turn the channel. We can't have that. We're sixty minutes. People stay, yeah. stay tuned.
1: We'll we'll do a little clip and then talk about her her backstory because that's more interesting to our audience. Yeah, so maybe that was the punk it's part. Far more Just more her music is more in the vein of, sort of uh, aggressive." Music yeah, that is does not appeal to the masses. I don't know. I didn't write
0: the story title. But... And you know, on stage she's barefoot, and you know, maybe she, you know, uh, she had. I think she had some piercings. She had some weird earrings. I don't know. This is sixty minutes. Like the average age of a producer <laughs> in sixty minutes is probably seventy three. So yeah. everything is punked. It, do- to it doesn't
1: take doesn't take much to get into the punk realm on sixty no. minutes. Like, they'd probably yeah. consider, like, the Goo Goo Dolls the punk band from Buffalo or something, you know what I mean?
0: I mean, that's a horrible example, but sure, I'll go for that. I'm just saying, there's
1: a, they're sort of a terrible pop, maybe, indie band. I think they did have some punk roots. Right. As, again, our friend X X recalled, X. In, when he lived in Buffalo, they were referred to as the Goo which is the weirdest name. <laughs> but he said they were also very popular there, so who knows?
0: The Goo. Wow. Yeah. Definitely every time I die is more the punk band from Buffalo than the Goo Goo Dolls. But whatever. It's, it's neither here nor there. Or Snapcase. I forgot Snapcase was from Buffalo. Man, going old school today. Anyway. Is Snapcase from um, Buffalo?
1: I think there's a lot of like uh, Meathead hardcore from upstate New York
0: oh yeah I was about to say from just New York in general There's oh yeah tons. definitely from New York especially the Strong Island I mean come on it's not called Strong Island for no reason whatsoever people there's a reason for that alright um we can skip that last topic it's kind of silly unless you actually have anything nah do you have any thoughts on the final topic no no nah. I don't think so a harder to get up in the morning. Everything's a little more sore. A little yes, more sore. My I'm
1: upcoming talking. birthday. Uh, as you get older, I don't know. Takes longer to recover from injuries.
0: And how are you sustaining these injuries at this point? No, I'm
1: not. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. In general, I think if if you I mean, I can injure speak to yourself, that. you're correct. It's just your everything takes a little longer, and stuff you think you should be able to do, you can't really do anymore.
0: Like dunk on an 8 foot goal
1: can you position. not dunk on an 8 foot goal
0: no I'm presuming that you cannot dunk oh,
1: on an 8 foot goal I, yes we'll say yes probably not
0: <laughs> I mean with a Nerf ball yes but with a regulation NBA edition basketball I think there might be some struggle bus happening there so anyway alright how,
1: um, how dare you
0: how dare uh, you Wait, how how, right. how
1: tall is 8 feet no, I can dunk on an 8 foot goal
0: I, I really hope you can. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, if you stood up and put your arms up, they'd be right at about eight feet. So, okay. unless you have a five inch vertical, you should be Ooh. able to get above the rim with a standard regulation basketball and dunk it. But maybe you can try that out between now and the next show. I
1: can't and, palm no, a ball, though. You can't palm a regular basketball, can you?
0: I used to be able to, but probably not anymore.
1: Just with your grip two strength? Hand dunk it, then. Yeah, I could definitely. Just
0: with my grip strength. Yeah, I use two hands. That's fine. You don't have to dunk with one hand. Dunk whoever you want. All right, and that concludes Sibling Dribblings. And that concludes the show. Um, I'd like to thank our sponsor, thebropod.threadless.com. Hit it up. Check it out. Order a T-shirt. Maybe a few months from now you can order a pillow. Although I agree with Todd. I don't know why we would ever put throw pillows up there. It doesn't really seem like our Well, basically
1: you just add products. You take your artwork and put it on. I know.
0: You can add the emblem to... Whatever the hell you want. I get it. But we don't need to spread ourselves too thin here. Unless they start flying off the shelves. I mean, you never know. You never know what's going to happen here, people. We'll have to wait and see. So again, thebropod.threadless.com. So we have two
1: designs. Okay. Very similar. Are they live? Yes.
0: Okay. Hang on. I got to go there and see them. Yes, believe it or not, I have not seen them because I had no faith whatsoever that this would actually (laughs) get launched by this date. Oh, okay. Let's see. With Scott and T- what the first one doesn't even say bropod? No, they both Oh, I do. see it now. It's outlined. That's hard to see.
1: Yeah, it's this thing is not super helpful.
0: No, it doesn't look the like the
1: preview. I I'll, I'll have to
0: update fiddle around with it. Yeah. New logo, bropod beard bros. All right, I'll, I'll I'll look again on Sunday or whatever you text me and say, all right, the final edit is done. So what, never mind, I was going to pull back the curtain there, but we, we can talk about that offline. I'm curious what the edits are going to be. But All right, so by the time you guys are hearing this and you checking out the website. You can get a phone
1: website, case. I can do what? You can get a phone case. That's one of the products that's, that's available. Not,
0: that's not a bad idea. That's good pub, too. Everybody sees the back of people's phones. We should throw that on there. I mean, that's not a bad idea. All right. Anyway, thebropod.threadless.com.
1: Available check it out. in many phone types, actually, just iPhones and Galaxies, currently. No, that's all you need. That's, that that's not my it. limits. That's what the that's the products the that websites have. Limits. Yeah.
0: That's ninety-two percent of the phones that anyone listening <coughs> to this podcast are going to have, anyway. Um, anyway, check out the pod. And if you don't if want s- something
1: for yourself, pick up pick up something for uh, a friend or family member.
0: Of course. tis the season. It's almost summer. Pick up a summer gift for someone. Whatever that may be. A
1: t-shirt. This kids zip-up hoodies.
0: Are we offering these products? I don't want yeah, you yeah. selling them. No, no they're,
1: they're they're available.
0: They're all live. Okay, I just want to make sure you're
1: not <clears> I am looking at them. it right now. They they do exist.
0: Yeah. Koozies. Nah, Throw pillows. Koozies
1: do not exist.
0: Car wraps. No? None of
1: that? Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you get a car wrap and send us a photo, we'll buy you a free t-shirt. That is true.
0: Free t-shirt if you do a car wrap. But you have to drive around for a week. Yeah. You have to well, have a I, heavy commute, too. If you, if, you get you car,
1: just... if you get a car wrap, I assume it stays on for at least a couple months.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it comes off like with rain. That's I think a sizable investment. Off, so. I know. No
1: shit. That's what I'm saying. If you, if you pay to get a car wrap...
0: Oh, you think you'd leave it on? <laughs> I, leave got it on I got leave it on for a you. little while. Or leave it on for a long, long time. Spread the word. Yeah. Anyway, check us out. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, you know how to find us because you're listening to us. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, by the way... It,
1: the uh, I, the Bucks have yeah. eliminated the Celtics now from the...
0: Uh, I saw that. That happened about 45 minutes playoffs. ago. Playoffs. Playoffs. Um, by the way, the... Um, <clears throat> The podcast uh, software that I, for, for, of choice for me, I think, I think it's called Beyond Pod. If you just type in "bro" and hit search, we are the first thing that comes up, which I thought was pretty interesting. The what that you, you type use? In, It's called Beyond Pod, I think is the name of it.
1: And you, I don't know, this whatever. is what how you listen to podcasts.
0: That's what I use to listen to podcasts. Oh, I'll okay. use any of the things that you can find us on, <laughs> which I thought. But then, I just the other day, I typed in. I was like, oh, shit. It was the first thing that came up. Nice. So just type in bro or bropod and it comes right up. Um, so I assume that's associated with Anchor or iTunes or something. But we're on all those things. The point is we're everywhere. You can't avoid us. There's too much of us. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, shoot us an email. network at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Instagrams, the Twitters, the underscore bro underscore pod. We will probably be putting up uh, some of the things we talked about tonight with the artificial intelligence and uh, some of those other links to the liquid – what's it called? Death water? What's it called? I keep forgetting.
1: Um, shit. It's shit in there That's not right. Yeah, uh, liquid death water.
0: <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> death water would be bad. No, marketing.
1: liquid death water. I just said liquid,
0: liquid death. death. Okay. Yeah. Liquid death. That's what it is. Anyway, um, so check out all that stuff. And yeah, anything else? Closing, closing remarks? Closing comments?
1: Nope.
0: None. Didn't think so. None for Made me. In many words. Podcast co-host Todd, with nothing to add.
1: No. The calm the, the fuck down. We've been talking for nearly ninety long. minutes.
0: Not uh, quite ninety minutes. That's the other thing. We're gonna. I'm, I got some feedback from a concerned listener who said <laughs> the shows are too long. So. Um, We've kind of gotten away from the 70, 75 range, and we're up closer to 90 most times. So I'm going to try to winnow us back down to the 70-minute range. Well,
1: you rambling at the end of the show is not helping.
0: Well, I could just edit out a lot of your shit. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, thanks for listening as always. We love you, all of our uh, dedicated listeners. And until next week, everybody. Peace! See ya! See ya!